Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. say basketball some names you know some names you know that aren't on the team how about that it's two tell new one is 1029 espn radio broadcasting live from the kurtz polaris studios kurtz polaris at 2904 west broadway and missoula highway 83 in celia and online at kurtzpolaris.com we are broadcasting hour number two Want to make it clear. Hour number two is what we're doing right here, right now. Hour number one, we did early because uh, the Osprey are playing at 5 o'clock. We will have that game for you. Again, we will have Chris Jarrett on the show about uh, 4.45, quarter till. Talk to him about the uh, Osprey and their road trip, extended road trip uh, that they have been on. Uh, If you're watching on SWX, don't worry. You're still in your right time slot. Don't want to confuse everybody. It's the way it is. Uh, if you missed anything in the first hour, you can listen on the podcast or you can watch it on YouTube. The podcast is available on all your favorite podcasting platforms, and it is there thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. If you'd like to call 329-1899 is the phone number, 329-1899, that phone number. All guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Online at 1029ESPN.com, you can also listen to the stream. You want to listen live, but not on the radio, not on the TV. You want to listen on the Internet. We get that. A lot of people that do it. Stream is available at 1029ESPN.com. Thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Uh, Coulter, we have not done much basketball in the last month. 
and I see you. Because we did an hour and a half a day. I see you wasting away. <laughs> yes, I, I can't even handle it. And this was uh, significant news, and it is interesting. And here, as we are the day before the start of the football season, with four actual, real, count them against the record football games, two in the FCS and two in the FBS tomorrow, uh, we thought maybe this is a good spot to do a little bit of basketball, specifically Team USA basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski and Coach Pop are no longer coaching uh, Team USA. And we'll go through the guys that are on this team uh, right now, and there's some very good players on this team. But let's be very clear. Hands down the best players, and we're talking about not one or two, we're talking about ten, they're not on this beat. Right. And so... The state of of Team USA basketball is sort of in question at the moment and in flux. And where are they at? We think people, if they were tracking along, saw that they lost a scrimmage to a D League team. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I mean, I don't know how much to read into that or whatever, but it is surprising, right? I mean, I don't I don't care what the scenario is. I don't care if the D League team has been playing together for two years. What is what is effectively an all star team? Certainly, a team that's going to represent the country should just be able to walk out and win that game. No question. Certainly, and uh, so I, I don't know. It it casts some some doubt on it. Uh, but here we go. Here is the uh, the roster as of now for Team USA: Jalen Brown, Joe Harris, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Mason Plumley, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Miles Turner, Derek White. And Harrison Barnes, he missed one right up at the very but top. But I here are there's three other guys who I skipped intentionally. Harrison, oh yeah, Harrison Barnes, good spot. Uh, that I think are these are kind of the names that are carrying this team. Kemba mm-hmm. Walker is yep. on the team. Yep. Chris Middleton is on the team. Yep. Donovan Mitchell is on the team. Those are the, those are the three all stars. Three all stars and and outstanding players. They're Team USA type of players all day long. Guys that said no, that were invited by Jerry Colangelo include yep. Bradley Beal. DeMarcus Cousins, which he got hurt, so he wouldn't have been able to play anyways, but Stephen Curry, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Kevin Durant, De'Aaron Fox, Paul George, Draymond Green, Blake Griffin, James Harden, Tobias Harris, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, C.J. McCollum, Paul Millsap, Julius Randle, J.J. Reddick, Clay Thompson, P.J. Tucker, Russell Westbrook. That, that sounds like a gold medal roster. I think that team would win the gold. I think they'd probably win the FIBA World Cup, yes. Uh, <laughs> the um, To be clear, that's the thing that we're uh, talking about right now. The FIBA World Cup the is, Olympics. is this summer. Yeah. The Olympics next summer. Uh, tell the people, though, too, who are the coaches on this team. Well, so Mike Krzyzewski stepped down. Jerry Colangelo then named uh, Greg Popovich the head coach. I said not Pop, but it is Pop. It is Pop's the head coach. Steve Kerr is the uh, head assistant. And then Jay Wright is also on the staff, Villanova's head coach. So I think, look... Coach Krzyzewski did a phenomenal job. Certainly. And, and and I think, too, for Coach Krzyzewski, who had opportunities and I think took seriously some opportunities to go to the pro game, uh, his choice to stay at Duke, and I think pretty clearly, like, that's where he's going to finish his career. He'll retire, you know, as one of the, one of and perhaps the all-time greatest coach in, in, in basketball history at the college level. Um, but he will have never coached in the NBA as such. And I think there's something to be said for <laughs> if I can say the motivation to coach professional basketball players on the international stage, but to do it, you know, and, and to be the guy doing it there. But you would be hard-pressed to be in better hands than with Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr. 
and frankly, Jay Wright. I mean, I think Jay Wright carries a lot of cachet amongst yeah. you know NBA players and and what he's done. And and it matters. It matters how you are in the NBA as a coach almost more than than in fact. I would say almost more than anything. It matters more how you are as a coach in the NBA more than any other sport. Because it is such a player-run league. The power is with the players in the NBA. And so as a coach, to come in and have authority while also understanding the give-and-take dynamic that you are almost peers with your your players, I would, I would liken it to, to like a doctoral program. There's a lot of students who are getting their PhDs right now that are basically peers of the professors that are teaching them because of the level that they're doing it at and because of the so you be you know and the 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 the, the professors are really there to facilitate not so much to quote unquote teach. And and in the NBA it is something like that. You're certainly teaching, but there there is a level of interaction that has to come first. And I think Jay Wright has that as a per, you know, as a persona, uh, that, that, you know, the ability to be respected while giving respect at an, you know, to an NBA player, but this right here, this group, I mean, when you look at guys like, you know, Joe Harris, Marcus smart, Mason Plumley, I mean, they're all good players, no doubt. Sure. But if you look at the international state of basketball right now, there's plenty of international teams that are going to have com- guys who are going to be competing with and be better than these players. I mean, France has Nicolas Batum, Evan Fournier, Rudy Gobert, um, Elia Combo. So they have four NBA guys. I, I looked at the rosters for you know, Spain has the Gasol brothers as well as Ricky Rubio. Uh, so, I mean, my, the, the United States is still going to be a heavy favorite. For sure. But, but I mean, the interesting, I think the most interesting team is going to be Greece mm. because Greece has... Giannis Antetokounmpo, as well as his brother, no other NBA players, but he got the MVP. And uh, you know, right. Giannis is Giannis is the best player in this in this tournament, in this World Cup tournament. I mean, he's one of the best players in the world, period. So, yes, uh, but he's he's certainly the best player in this tournament. It's going to be interesting to see how this is. But I, I thought that I thought I thought this was a very intriguing roster because not only because of the guys that said no, I think that's a very sign of the times in terms of the way guys are prioritizing their their rest and recovery so much now. But I also think that, first of all, it's not an Olympic year, so, you know. That's what I want to ask. How much carryover is there from this team into the Olympics? Do they start it all over again? There has to be some guys who are yeah. here for. Well, yeah, I, I, and that's going to be the most interesting part. Is be, I mean, like a guy like Steph Curry, why would he play in this when he's just come off of five straight finals appearances? And yes, uh, he has to be fresh for next year because he's going to have to carry the load. A guy like Paul George, I don't think he'll ever play in an international competition again because how could you? I mean, he's just haunted by one of the grossest, most horrific injuries we've seen. I mean, that that the fact that Paul, that's an undertold story. I mean, Paul, the fact that Paul George emerged from that injury and then, then became again one of the top ten players in the world is crazy. Yes, uh, but you know, a guy like LeBron, I don't think LeBron James is going to play in one of these things uh, again, just just because of where he's at. But then there's other guys like. Clay Thompson, for example, if he was to get healthy, I mean, probably not this upcoming Olympics because he'll be coming off that injury as well. But I think he would probably be a guy that would love to play for Team USA. You know, Kyrie Irving. I don't know. I don't know why Kyrie Irving's not doing it. Why? Why wouldn't you if you're Kyrie Irving? I mean, look, I do think I don't know what the relationship is in terms of creating a team for the FIBA transitioning into playing 
getting a team together for the Olympics. But let's be clear: this is not this is not a high it is a high level tournament, but it's not a high profile tournament. Sure, sure. And so the saying I I could think of a, a thousand reasons, all of which would be valid to me of why an NBA player would say no. In fact, the only reason to say yes is just for the sheer fact that you want to play for Team USA, right? I mean, and, and again, it's a way different game when you're talking about the Olympics. And, and you know, I mean, I guess there's two reasons to say yes. There's two reasons to say yes because it's you, you can play for your country, but also this will be the highest level of basketball that's played on the planet during this stretch. Right. And so you can go out there, get coaching from the best coaches that there are, and and play with some other guys in the association and go out and and hone your game and get work in and get better as a player. The thing that that I would be a little bit uh, worried about is if you play for Team USA, if you play basketball for Team USA, the ghost of the dream team is always there. And if you do anything other than win the gold medal and, quite frankly, to win the gold medal without much competition, and we saw it happen, right? We saw Team USA, quote-unquote, bottom out. You know, and totally. not win the gold medal, and and it was it was it changed know, the face of basketball. Humiliating and all, you know th- those you know that changed the face of basketball. Though I mean, it led to rule changes in the NBA. It led to uh, a, a, an opening of a floodgate of mm-hmm. international players. Mm-hmm. So, and and what I would say is, even if this team goes out and plays really well, this is by no means oh you know size sealed and delivered. Uh, not just because of who's playing, but be, uh, again because of who is playing internationally sure. at this point. So I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. And at some point, you know, the United States, I, I think, and people who are fans of basketball will have to come to terms with the growth of this game internationally has even the playing field tremendously. Now, there's no question the U.S. is still the best. You know, has the best group of basketball talent in the world, mm-hmm. and it's not close. Mm-hmm. But it is far closer than it's ever been now. And I think it's going to continue to get closer. And particularly if, you know, more and more guys are electing for whatever their reasons are to not play for Team USA. Like if you can still go get the 10, 10 of the 15 best players in the, in the NBA that are, that are, you know, American-born players, you are going to be a 15-point favorite at a minimum in every single game that you would play in any international competition. Uh, but you know this group here. I, I would be interested to see what the lines are when United States plays Greece, to your point, you know, or France or whatever. So yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be uh, uh, a a good one to keep an eye on. The other one that's going to be that I, I think actually probably the number one contender to upset the United States is Serbia, because Serbia has Luka Doncic, they have Nikolai Jokic, they have. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, they have Milos Tesovic. I mean, they have. I mean, but if you start with Jokic and Donkic, I mean, if your last name ends in I C H, you are a really good Serbian basketball player. <laughs> the uh, the other thing, the reason I wanted to talk about this is uh, the 2000 Olympics when when Argentina won the gold medal, the United States didn't didn't win gold or silver they got bronze that fundamentally changed the face of basketball across the world it opened up the floodgates for international players to come to the league 
it led to rule changes. So much of the prevalence of the three-point shot and the way that teams space the floor has been influenced by the international style of play. But then it also led to the 2008 Olympics, which was the year when all the big guns decided they were going to play. And that, that 2008 team had Kobe Bryant, Jason Kidd, right. Chris Paul, Michael Redd, Dwayne Wade, Darren Williams, Car- Carmelo Anthony, Carlos Boozer, Chris Bosh, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, all the best guys, I mean, all, all of the, among the best players in the league at the time. But that also fundamentally changed the face of the league, not only because of the, the run those guys went on, but because of spending time around each other. Like we, we've heard LeBron James talk about what it was like to spend time around Kobe Bryant and how he realized, man, I thought I worked hard, but I don't. I had no idea. That's how hard you have to work. And LeBron James went on and won three championships after that. LeBron James and Dwayne Wade become best friends during that time. That Those two plus Chris Bosh, I mean, the quote-unquote collusion that led to the Miami Heat, it began at those Olympics. The decision stemmed from LeBron becoming really good friends with Dwayne Wade at the time. So I just wonder, two, twofold, with this young roster, and the other, the other point worth noting is that Coulter, some people like the Clark Fork, some people like the Flat Hood, the Bitterroot. My favorite river has always been Blackfoot. We finally agree on something. Me too. I love Thibodeau Falls. I love Rainbows, and I love the Blackfoot River. You know, if a company was smart, they'd just name themselves Blackfoot. By God, look at the geniuses over here at Blackfoot. They've gone and they've done it, and now guess what? They're working around the clock and around the state to lay hundreds of miles of fiber optic cables to increase hugely the, the efficiency and the speed of communication across the state of Montana. It's pretty likely you already know Blackfoot as a local partner for internet, voice, professional services, anything you need to fuel your growing business. But like you said, they're building hundreds and hundreds of miles of cable across Montana. And right now, they're expand, expanding their fiber network into Bozeman, San Ignatius, and other regions. Find out more about what Blackfoot does. Give them a call. 866-541-5000 or go to goblackfoot.com. That's goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link here on the Podbean site or if you're listening in elsewhere, just copy the URL, drop it in there, goblackfoot.com. I would have to stat check the rest of these guys, but I can tell you definitively, Kobe Bryant, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, and LeBron James all had, and Dwight Howard, so six of those guys for sure had among their three or four best seasons of their careers, in decorated careers, the year after they all were playing with each other. I mean, that was the best season of Carmelo Anthony's career. The Denver Nuggets went to the Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. That's the only time he's ever won at an incredibly high level. LeBron James won his first of four MVPs the next year. Kobe Bryant went off, I mean, won the scoring title, at you know even though he'd been in the league for 13 years at that point. So, twofold when you look at this young roster. First of all, what sort of relationships are either being formed or fortified here? Especially when you look at the fact that this is just extra practice for the Celtics, basically. I mean, you got you got you got Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, you got Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Marcus Martin, Jason, Jason Tatum. That's your core, and that's I mean, if you're Brad Stevens, you're like nice. Well, and how much do you think maybe Brad Stevens had something to say about? Oh, this? for sure, and I right. guarantee you, Brad, and I'm sure I play for sure, and I guarantee you, Brad Stevens is then calling Pop and being like, hey. How's Tatum and Brown looking? Yeah, yeah. Can we roll with these guys as a pair for the foreseeable future? Right. We'll see. So what sort of relationships are being fortified and formed amongst these guys? As we know, the players run the NBA for sure. So you know, what happens if Donovan Mitchell just becomes best friends with Kemba Walker and all of a sudden when Donovan Mitchell's a free agent, he wants to go to Boston? I mean, there's all sorts of different speculation you can make. But then you know, the, the other thing is 
how much does this collection of guys then take the next step? Because I think that it's interesting because there is not a, a Kobe Bryant-type tone setter amongst these guys. But there's also, I mean, like I said, why isn't Kyrie Irving playing? If Kyrie Irving was playing, though, that's not good for the collection of guys you have right here. Yeah, I mean, who is the leader of this team? I mean, to me, Kemba it's Walker, probably Kemba, yep. right? In terms yep. of both his his game from a skill standpoint and also just his attitude, right? And but it will be interesting, given that he's now a Celtic, that he's playing with like four other Celtics who maybe don't see him as that yet for their team. Right. So how is he going to be that for this team with those guys on it? I, I don't know. Right. And the other, Brian Winhorst has been embedded covering these guys, and he will be covering Team USA moving forward through the Olympics. But he did a podcast with uh, Bill Simmons the other day I was listening to, and I thought the one point that he made was so interesting. He said that last year, because Ricky Rubio's shooting struggles the Utah Jazz put Donovan Mitchell at point guard for a lot of the time. They were running their offense through him. He was their primary ball handler. He's never played point guard in his life. Donovan Mitchell, when when he was at the peak of his rookie year, when we did our top 25 players in the NBA, we both had him in our top 20. I mean, at that, that, that point, they had just won a playoff series. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, I think he... I think he had the second most dunks in the league, and he set the NBA record for three-pointers by a rookie in a single season. So you have a guy that can fly and shoot, and he's a great defender. And, I mean, he looked like the next rising star in the league. And then last year, he was good, but he he didn't take the jump that everybody expected. But like Windhorst was saying, Donovan Mitchell was playing out of position. And he was just saying that it's going to be so interesting to see now with Mike Conley added to the Jazz, but also Donovan Mitchell's chance now to, I mean, Kemba Walker is probably the leader of this team, but Donovan Mitchell has the potential to be the best player on this team. Right. And yeah. Windhorse was saying, when you look at Donovan Mitchell playing loose and in his right position, the point he's reached in his individual game, he said it's it's frightening how much it reminds him of Dwayne Wade, except mm. for that he's so much better of a shooter. And that's crazy to say because Dwayne Wade is one of the great slashers in the history of the game. Dwayne Wade's one of the best shooting guards that ever played in the NBA the one knock on him was he's not a great three-point shooter. If Mitchell can maintain that slashing ability, get to the line like Dwayne Wade did throughout his career, but then also shoot like he did, I guess I'd say if Donovan Mitchell treats this summer right, don't sleep on Donovan Mitchell going into next year. It's 2 tail and Nuwana's, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. It is uh, fun to talk about, but for now we put basketball to bed. And we get up and we say hello to football which starts tomorrow. Coulter, I know these games don't matter too much to us, but they matter to me. Let's do some lines next. Alpine Touch has mastered keeping your taste buds happy by spicing up anything you throw on the grill this summer. Now, let Alpine Touch keep your mouth watering whenever you want their new sunflower shooters. Their new jumbo sunflower seeds seasoned with Alpine Touch's world-famous all-purpose seasonings and Alpine Touch sunflower shooters will be available all summer at every Osprey baseball home game. Available at retail locations around the state and online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. 
Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. That's when I lost my mind. It's like a roll focus uh, in cinema, trying to get my responses to match up with the songs that are being played. <laughs> You're a method actor. Yes. I've always been told that. Uh, it is to tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, online at KurtzPolaris.com. Great to be with all of you on a Friday afternoon. 4.30 if you're watching us on the radio, 5.30 if you're watching us on the TV, if you're watching us on the radio, stare at the road. Don't, don't watch the radio. What's well, going on with you, man? It's all falling apart. Man. <laughs> I've just been thinking about Noodle Palooza. I'm <laughs> my head together here. I'm sorry. What are you making for the Noodle Palooza? I haven't decided yet. Colter. You got to give me your real answer, Tommy. I'm not going to make you a okay. cigarette bowl. I'll tell I you. would like a Marlboro menthol salad. <laughs> God, remember when I before I started working here when I worked at the Marble Ranch? Yeah, that took every at least ten years off of my life. That is right. Yeah, they you c- have never seen people smoke cigarettes like that. What? I mean, <laughs> I am talking. I am talking like four packs a day. Look, man, I th- this. I, here's what I don't like about this. Okay. For our friends out there that, in fact, do enjoy a cigarette here Fine, and again. you can do it every while. Perhaps, perhaps more than one here and again. Sure. God bless you. I mean, my yeah, dad smokes stogies his whole life. He smokes yeah. cigars all the time, and I enjoy a good cigar myself. And also, and, and but, you know, so it's, this is fine. I'm just, it's just, it's, we're just trying to assess each other based on our physical appearance. Yeah, so. yeah, you're just judging your esteemed producer that puts you on the air every day saying that I look like a chain smoker. That's no right. big deal. No big deal. That's right. And so does Coulter. Uh, tomorrow, Coulter marks the beginning of football season. I couldn't be happier about this. Uh, it is my daughter's seventh birthday, and I'm just not sure if I'm going to be able to attend it because Hawaii's playing Arizona. <laughs> Come on. That's funny. See, you weren't even listening to me. I made my best joke of the day, and you're typing away. Are you ordering cigs? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. By uh, the way, it, it is. Uh, I don't even care now at this point. For those of you <laughs> who are looking for a place to park, Tommy lives near downtown. Yeah, evidently, his driveway I'm going to come cleared. in there and unplug the mic. And so now just go into his place. It's fine. It's fine. We'll be joining you down there at Roots Fest here shortly. So enjoy yourselves. We can't wait to get down there and dance a little bit. Let's show off some great moves spinning around on the cement. 
I'll tell you what, though, you do have to be careful because the here's here's what I've found about a, a thing like Roots Fest, and they do have a couple of the metal barriers up, which is which is good. But if there's a lot of people, which there is, it's sometimes very difficult to ascertain where, in fact, the curb is, and whether you're headed up it or down it, you could find yourself in a puddle on the ground in a quick hurry if you miss that one. You know what I mean? Talk about high ankle sprain. <laughs> when you're walking around, you think everything's fine, and then clink, and down you go. And then everybody assumes, oh, look at the guy who decided to win the race, started going a little bit too early, and you know that might not be it at all. Mm-hmm. Particularly if you've got kids with you, you know? And people really start to judge you. It's been a show of judgment, though, here today. You know, so uh, in keeping with the theme, Florida, Miami tomorrow, the Gators minus seven on a neutral field at the Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Now, Orlando and Gainesville are not far from one another, if, if I'm not mistaken, if I know my geography well. It's certainly closer uh, Florida to uh, uh, Orlando, the University of Florida to Orlando than, in, than to Miami, than to South Beach. Now, I don't know how far it is you know by montana standards even florida which is a you know long state everything's relatively close i mean i bet i'll bet it's not 200 miles from miami to orlando but i'm i'm guessing i'm gonna say it's 50 miles from gainesville to orlando colter can you help me on that? i am going to help you but in any case florida is the number eight team in the nation dan mullen is is he in his third or just his second year third is it his third year? I think it's his third year. Anyway, you know, I didn't know how Dan Mullen was going to do. Now, anybody who is a, you know, who, who's been around and on the staff and learned from Urban Meyer. This is Meyer, his second year. You're right. Okay. But, you know, he's, he's an Ur- Urban Meyer guy. He was with Urban Meyer at Florida. But he's only been a head coach at Mississippi State, and I think you could say he was a very successful one if you consider Mississippi State in the landscape of the SEC. But... What is Dan Mullen going to be at Florida? You know what I mean? I mean, it's a big, it's a, it is a it's a whole different animal going from Starks, Vegas to, 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 to Gainesville. They have been outstanding. They were, they were so much better his first year last year than, than I had anticipated. And to enter the season in the top 10 in the nation is impressive. And supposedly, we'll see, they got a quarterback down there in Florida now, but you know they're going to have a defense. And so I'm excited about this team. As far as Miami goes, Miami, it was fun to see Miami come back a little bit to being the U. Uh, and to do so, you know, in, in relatively short order, but also it felt a little bit, I don't know, it, it just seemed a little too soon to me. To be quite honest with you, I thought I thought they were not quite as good as even their record showed them, and certainly as the hype was. And the hype is always going to be big around the U when they're good, and they had you know the turnover chain. This is going back now to you, but they're not right now coming into this season, and I think they could be actually better than that. I mean, I think this could be a top twenty-five team when it's all said and done. Depending. That said, I'm pretty high on the Florida Gators right now, man, and the Florida Gators are a seven-point favorite, and I. I think Florida's got it by 17 tomorrow. I think they're going to go, and I think they're going to lock it up with the Miami Hurricanes, and I think they'll 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 score some points. Now, I don't know. Gaming World Stadium is an open uh, stadium. It's late August in Florida, 
So heaven only knows what could be falling from the sky, what could be blowing around down there. I had no idea. And that obviously, can, the weather will always be, can always be a factor, but certainly it can get weird down there in a hurry. Uh, but if it's, you know, if it's just a normal hot soupy day in Florida in August, uh, give me the Gators to handle some business in game one in week zero of the college football season. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know much about these teams, but I do know that there's some guys that are premier NFL prospects. Obviously, I mean, there's there's always guys, but For sure. a couple guys that I am looking forward to watching, Jabari Zuniga, he is the top edge guy for Florida. Uh, I mean, he's 6'5", 255, and I, I mean, I'm sure that's exactly what they look like. He, he was on Bruce Feldman's list of biggest freaks in college football, which is always a fun list, and he's expected to just test out the box at the... NFL Combine, so uh, he'll be a fun one to watch on the Miami side. Shaquille Quarterman, he's their inside linebacker, and he is going into it. He started 39 straight games at inside linebacker. He's got 250 career tackles, 31 tackles for loss, and he also has 12 sacks playing a traditional Mike inside linebacker. So he's a guy that can heat you up up the middle and on the outside coming off the edge, all of that. Uh, Jeff Thomas for Miami is, is expected to be one of the best receivers in the NFL next year. And then C.J. Henderson's probably going to be the top cornerback drafted. He's from Florida. So, as always, a ton of big-time players uh, in this game. But it, I don't know. Did you get me the distances? Did you tell oh, Yeah, so, sorry, excuse me. Gainesville is 112 miles from okay, Orlando. So a little and uh, Miami's 234 miles. Okay, so just about double. So it, it actually is a little further. Fr- I, I thought Gainesville and Orlando were actually quite close. There, there's some distance there, but but it's almost right in the middle because Gainesville's 112 miles north, right, and Miami is 100 or 234 miles south, right. Uh, okay, uh, the other FBS game tomorrow: Arizona at Hawaii. Uh, Arizona is an 11 and a half point favorite. Give me the Rainbow Warriors to cover it up. I have absolutely no reason why. It's in Hawaii. How about that? I mean, they have one of the most significant home field advantages because you have to take 10 flights to get there. I mean, Arizona's going to have to fly probably to L.A. and then to Hawaii. I mean, you're talking about seven hours on a plane probably here's, total. Here's the thing. I, for anybody that's been to Hawaii, uh, it is a long flight. It, it's, it is. It, it, Five and a half? Hawaii is, is, in fact, I believe this is accurate. I think Hawaii is the collection uh, is is the landmass on Earth that is the furthest in distance from any other, including islands, of of anywhere on on the planet. Hmm. Like it is the most isolated land area on Earth, and it is a you know I thought you know once I flew to Los Angeles that you know couple hours right no it's like. It's like four and a half hours on a jet to the middle of the Pacific Ocean to land in Hawaii. you got to get out there a minute. Uh, okay, there are two FCS games. Youngtowns State and Samford are opening things up on ESPN television. Uh, I don't know that either of these teams are top 25 teams at the moment, uh, Coulter, on the Stats FCS poll. Uh, the other game, Villanova versus Colgate. Colgate is a top 15 team. They're 13th, uh, again, according to the Stats FCS uh, preseason poll. But Sanford and Youngstown State, I mean, Youngstown State from the Missouri Valley, Sanford from the SoCon, two nationally prominent FCS teams, and they're, they get to have their moment in the sun nationally with an e, you know, a, a nationally televised game, and not only nationally televised game, the only football game being played. 
They're opening up the college football season on ESPN. That's pretty cool uh, for Youngstown State and Sanford tomorrow. Uh, so it'll be, you know, a fun one to uh, get us off and running. And, and you know, I don't know. Whoever knows what, you know, how a season's going to shake out. Certainly, if you're playing same-on-same same in a non-conference game, it's always going to be big at the FCS level. So I will look forward to those two very much. It's interesting how much Youngstown State's taken a step back. Right. But they, I mean, because they were in the national championship a couple a couple years ago. Right. And they've been bottom half of the Missouri Valley since then. Is is Bo Pelini still a head coach? Yes. Maybe it's not that hard to understand why. That's true. Perusing Sanford's roster, they have a couple they have a couple big time players. Jaleel Laguines is his name. He's a okay. six foot three, two hundred and thirty five pound linebacker, but he was ranked as the number three outside linebacker in the country mm. coming out of high school. He went to the University of Georgia, played there for two years, but he's a drop down. Uh, so I guarantee you he'll be uh, he can thrive at this level. They also have a kid who's a long snapper slash outside linebacker who was ranked the number one long snapper in the country. Speaking of Dan Mullen, went to Mississippi State to play for him, but now he's at Sanford as well. So a couple guys worth watching. And the other game is interesting because Colgate, Colgate's a, a, a really tough private school. I mean, it's really hard academic standards, and they have never been much of a football team until the last couple of years, and they have a great coach, and they were the number eight seed in the FCS playoffs last year. I mean, and, and for a a mid-major team, so to speak, oh. that's not in the CAA or the Big Sky or the Missouri Valley to get a seed. That's always a tall task, and Colgate did it, and then they won a playoff game. So they are a, a program on the rise, certainly, uh, and that, so that would be interesting to watch them. And then Villanova has been just trying to kind of reform its identities ever since Andy Talley retired. Andy Talley was there for 35-plus years, so always a transition when that happens, but I think that Villanova-Colgate game will actually probably be one worth watching. Um, Villanova, by the way, for, for what it's worth, the others receiving votes category, mm-hmm. uh, which goes, you know, presumably the 26th ranked team in the country and beyond, probably has about, uh, you know, call it 20 teams on the list, and Villanova's about halfway down. So you can put them in there. Uh, Samford and Youngstown State, who are playing each other, are two of the last five teams in the others receiving votes. So they're mm-hmm. both on the list, but mm-hmm. they're, they're quite a ways down the list. Uh, but, you know, maybe that turns into a good football game, even evenly matched. So, uh, anyway, I'm just happy about it. I mean, you take me to Roots Fest and then the college football? Yes, please. It's going to be a great day. Happy seventh birthday to my daughter tomorrow. Sit on here, sit on this couch, let's eat some popcorn and watch some football, kiddo. You're going to have some fun? Uh, okay, quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the week with our buddy Chris Jarrett. Chris Jarrett, the voice of the Osprey, the Missoula Osprey, are uh, playing a doubleheader tonight. It will be their second and third games uh, out of a total of six and four days in Great Falls tonight. Uh, they lost last night in ten innings. Nothing like when playing six games in four days, and then you still got to go extra innings in the first one of them. But uh, we'll talk to Chris Jarrett about uh, what it's been like to be on the road what, for what will be nineteen consecutive baseball games. Uh, we'll get, have him in here and uh, round out the week with Chris Jarrett and you right after this. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You gotta get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana, through Bozeman and around Gallatin County. 
More than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. If Rebecca Black played Missoula City Roots Fest and Missoula River, I'd be there. Roots Fest, uh, Tom, we wouldn't even have a show. Yeah, no way. Have you seen Rebecca Black in concert? Nope, never once. Okay. Soon enough. It's Two Tone Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy online at KurtzPolaris.com. Uh, who wouldn't want to know about the Arizona-Hawaii game? Uh, we are uh, also available via podcast if you're interested. You can listen to the podcast at any time of the day or night. That's the beauty of it. Go subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Get the Tutel and New Wanets podcast. It is available thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Uh, do we have Chris? Is he around? Do we have him? Well, yeah, us? we've got him. Okay, well, let's do it. Let's go to our good buddy Chris Jared, who is the voice of the Osprey. Uh, he's up there in Great Falls. Uh, I'm sure drinking just as much water as he could possibly find to keep the pipes fresh because you got as much work to do as anybody up there calling all these games, six games and four nights and a bunch of makeup stuff. Chris, how you living up there in Great Falls, man? You haven't seen Missoula in a while. I know, man. It's the Osprey haven't played at home since August 3rd. So those guys, you know, they're savages. I'm just along for the ride. Uh, and it's just been a good time spending time with them. Well, the obvious question, right, is, of course, how is the team dealing with the fact that they are on the road for what is going to be like 18 or 19 consecutive baseball games? Yeah. And obviously they were back in Missoula thinking they were going to play in Missoula. Oh, no, no. You're going to take some time off. We're going to try and figure this out. And then, you know, you're faced with the prospect of double headers to make stuff up or to forfeit games. And when they're in a race for the postseason, that's not right. ideal. So how has this team really dealt with this as far as you've been able to observe it? Well, I think as, as good as anyone can, Ryan. Um, you know, it's just, it's hard for them guys sometimes because they just, you know, they want to know things when a lot of times, it, it you know, these types of things take time uh, to try and get them, you know, this type of news. So it's just been, uh, other than that, it's been good. I think they've handled it as well as they can, not being able to play at their home ballpark where they've played well statistically throughout the season. So, um, you know, it's just good to be around them. And I, I think it's just kind of a, you know, a test to them to see sometimes these things, you know, can happen where you just have to, you know, deal with the information that's given to you and just play these games on the road. Uh, so they're really, I can tell you, they're really excited to get back to Missoula here as soon as this stands over. Chris, Coulter Nuanas, nice talking to you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, man. Uh, tell, uh, talk to us about the spirits of the team. I mean, how, how are they doing? Do you notice any fatigue setting in, or is it is it been pretty uh, a pretty positive group as they've dealt with this adversity? They're positive, man. Uh, I mean, and that's what's really kind of taken me by surprise is, you know, because a lot of times when it's, you know, the long bus rides, they can get you down. Um, 
you, you still see them every single day and they're still talking to you they're still smiling so it just really is a testament on these guys what they've you know what they've gone through and what they've had to deal with and then uh, just putting a smile on their face and playing the game that they love every single day um, you know but to be real with you sometimes you know you, you can see some things where you know you can understand that guys likely tired after having to you know go on a bus trip and then get right off the bus and get right to the field and start stretching and first pitches in three hours you know that that's happened in this span so um, I know here where you play six games in four days your pitchers are going to be um, a little bit spare you're going to probably have to leave some guys out there for a little bit longer you know because you might not have the luxury of just going constantly to a bullpen where you've got guys that are on two maybe three days rest so it's going to be a challenge for them and it's it's a tough one here so late in the season but it's going to be interesting and we're going to find out a lot about them here closing in on the end of the month of august Chris Jarrett joining us, the voice of the Osprey. The Osprey setting off on a doubleheader here in about 10 minutes from now. We'll have it for you on ESPN Radio. And Chris Jarrett will bring you all the action uh, in uh, in an important six-game stretch. One game yesterday, the Yos lost in 10 innings. Disappointing yeah. uh, loss when they were ahead in the 10th and then gave up a couple in the bottom of the uh, frame to lose it. But uh, four, six games in four days uh, up there. What... It, you know, three and a half games out of first place is Missoula right now, Chris. What is the uh, level of, of sort of urgency with this team for these games against Great Falls? Well, you know, it's it's a team that we've seen a lot. You know, you've seen Great Falls ever since the month of June and uh, a lot throughout the season. So there is that urgency there where you realize you're three and a half out. Uh, last night, tough. You know, it's, it's because the Osprey won in five and extras. That's the fourth time since the All-Star break that the Osprey have gone and fallen in extra. So it, it's tough, especially you, you said, Ryan, they had the lead in the top of the tent, so that one was tough to deal with. But, uh, you know, it, it's just trying to take it a game at a time. You go into a game and you try not to look too far ahead and go, oh, man, we're three and a half out now. You know, so you, you're just trying to win the game that's ahead of you and the Osprey, a team that's won nine of their last ten, uh, a season record against Great Falls that heavily favors Missoula. Um, I think the Osprey were the pitching that gives them the advantage and, um, last night throughout the contest didn't really see the run so much until we were able to get it going uh, in the third and then down the stretch in the eighth and the tenth but uh, I think it favors them and I think that they know that it's just having to turn that confidence and roll it over and uh, get some quality start didn't really see it last night from Tyler Poulin and uh, I think you've got a good chance today Nick Marchese makes his first start Lever Perguero was was one of the great players I've seen play for the Osprey, yeah. and I know a lot of people internally thought he was one of the most talented players Missoula Osprey have ever had. He's ranked among the top 15 prospects in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization, but he was moved up uh, right around the time that this field issue started uh, to rise up. So uh, that's sort of an on-the-field, non-park-related piece of adversity. How do you think the team has reacted to losing a guy that was uh, one of the best players in the entire Pioneer League? Yeah, well, and real quick, too, it is good to see that Peguero is going on and, and he's answering the challenge in Hillsborough. You know, you, you go to a different club and he's rolling over with it well. He's, he's still batting over 300 with the hop. So, uh, But, you know, it, it's tough. You, you take one of your best batting averages and a guy that was really a charge in your lineup and you, uh, you pluck him out of the team and you move him elsewhere. And uh, these guys, a lot of them, especially the collegiate guys that played at the NCAA level, this is really the first time, Coulter, that... Uh, you know, they're, they're having teammates that are being moved away from them midway through the season. You know, it, even if they had played summer collegiate ball in a wood bat league somewhere, you've kind of got those same guys throughout the entire season. So it's tough to kind of get your mindset wrapped around having a guy like Peguero who's so solid at short and not to say that other guys defensively haven't been or even at the offensive side of the plate, but it is certainly a presence that you do try to piece together and move on from. And uh, I know that he's got a bright future in front of him. 
Well, Chris, we'll get you out of here with this one. But t- today, finally, the official word handed down by Major League Baseball and MILB that the uh, uh, O's will be able to finish uh, their season at home and have that final home stand on the 27th through the 31st. What was the reaction by the team knowing, okay, finally we're going to get to yeah. go back to Missoula and, and, and finish out you know the home stand the way that we want to against, right now, first place Billings? Yeah, big applause, man. It, it was just it was a really good moment just because they've played, I mean, they've played well at Ogren Park at Allegiance Field. And, uh, a lot of these guys, you know, Spence, I was talking to Spencer Brickhouse today, and he, go, and he says, man, you know, I, I can't wait to get home. And I said, yeah, you know, I, I miss my family and stuff. And he, and he goes, oh, no, home, I, I'm at Missoula. And that just kind of took me off mm. guard that he referred to it as home. And, and these guys, you know, they love playing at the home ballpark. And uh, I, I just know also a testament to the, the crew that's been so hard at work, you guys, back at the ballpark. 12 straight days just constantly and i'm not kidding 8 a.m until a lot of times sundown especially the times where the osprey had game days relentlessly trying to get this ballpark up to standards and and you know when it's tough it can take the wind out of your sails when you sit there and you you basically work for 10 plus hours on a day and then you know at the end of the day they go nope we'll try it again tomorrow you know that just really takes the wind out of your sails but the 27th through the 31st um i'll plug it really quick the we're back five pack ticket plan for the osprey that they're having five general admission tickets for just 30 bucks to come out and, and join in for the Osprey in the final time at home in 2019 or you can upgrade to uh, reserve seats five for 50 bucks so just really good stuff to look forward to yep for sure and everybody who is a ticket holder uh, for any of the games that were missed uh, over that last homestand they can trade those in as well and go into uh, the games that are happening there as well Chris appreciate it enjoy the games tonight and enjoy Great Falls and we'll see you in Missoula yes sir always a pleasure guys thanks for having me on you bet Chris Jarrett, boys and girls, the voice of the Osprey, does a great job for us here on a Friday afternoon. Coulter, what do you think, man? Roots Fest? Yeah, buddy. You going? I'm going to take the kids down there. Tina's got some work to do on the the old uh, trailer. You know, we're going to turn that thing around. And and so I could use an extra parent, you know? I'm in. (laughs) That's what I wanted to hear. Kai and I will headbutt and eat. (laughs) And you and the girls can dance in the streets. There you go. You know my family very well. Kai was being salty earlier, and I said, Kai, what's going on? He said, are you hungry? And they lit up. He said, yeah, hungry. <laughs> there is no there. If, if you see him and he's not eating, he's starving. Uh, <laughs> boys and girls, have a great, great weekend. Enjoy it. We'll be back with you on Monday, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.